21st episode of NYT Antics. Um, this is our first episode back after our fall season and going into our spring season. So we have lots and lots and lots of things to talk about. Um, I'm going to start by talking about some summer things slash spring things we have going on. And then we're going to go straight into talking with our directors of Annie and Newsies. Um, first, we have in May, starting May 1st, so it's not that hard to remember, um, we have our 24-hour musicals. We are bringing those back, which is very, very exciting. I think the last one we did was Children of Eden, and that was a super good show. So um, we are going to be doing two 24-hour musicals this year, which is new. Um, we're doing Dear Evan Hansen for ages 12 to 19. It's like a cabaret of songs. And then Schoolhouse Rock, similar deal for ages 8 to 11. So um, if you want to be a part of a show after your show just ended. I know that's usually how it works for me. Um, you miss seeing all your friends and going to rehearsals. We have, it's a four rehearsal process, not a huge time commitment, and it's a really great way um, to kick off our summer and to fundraise money for NYT, um, especially with such a crazy year and everything. We, a fundraiser is definitely something that you might want to come and take part of. So even if you can't be there for the show, no. Even if you can't be there for the rehearsals, Come see the show. Come support your friends who are going to be there for it. Um, and then, yeah, that's going to be an exciting opportunity. And then, of course, we have our summer shows that are happening. We have West Side Story for ages 14 to alumni, which that's not an age. But the definition of alumni from what we've gathered is if you've taken part in NYT things. So if you were at a camp, if you were at a class, if you were in a show, you are an alumni and you can come audition for West Side Story regardless of how old you are. But 14 is our um, the youngest you can be to be in that show. And then if you are ages 11 to 14, you can come do High School Musical, um, which is also our summer show. So if you are a 14-year-old, you are in a lucky age because you get to best of both worlds, do the whole thing. So um, that is all the news that I have for us. So maybe consider signing up for those things. If you're still full Annie, full Newsies mode, that is okay. Um, you have a minute. <laughs> um, I want to introduce our interviewees that's the word that came to mind I don't really know what else I'm supposed to call them but two people that we have here talking on the podcast today do you guys want to introduce yourself in the show that you are directing sure <laughs> hi um I'm Amy Bold and I am directing Annie and I am Erica Gallegos and I am also directing but I'm directing Newsies yay okay so we have our two directors for our spring shows I'm very excited to have you guys on we have lots and lots of things to talk about what we're going to be doing for this episode um just maybe keep this in the back of your mind is we're gonna I'm gonna be asking the same questions for this as I'm going to be asking at the end um so we're gonna do a beginning podcast and then we're gonna do a wrap-up podcast um later um after the shows are over and I'm gonna see how your answers have changed just so we can do a little comparison of how the process has changed I've done that like secretly where I've just recycled questions but I've never done it on purpose <laughs> so um this is gonna be exciting first thing I want to talk about is what um originally drew you to the show that you're directing what do you like about it themes whatever you want to talk about your ballpark well um for me I got to see Newsies about 10 years ago when I was 15 years old the year it came out on Broadway and so me and my choir we got to see it and we fangirled over it Mm -hmm. we fell in love with the show um we got to see jeremy jordan perform as jack kelly it was yeah it was really incredible um (laughs) uh and then we took the album home and we just uh we just we loved it we fell in love with it we danced um we choreographed to it just in our living rooms and um yeah it's been one of my favorite musicals since so yeah i have to be honest with um you know 
I grew up cutting my teeth on the uh, Christian Bale version uh-huh. of Newsies. Okay. And so I was equally obsessed, except for uh. I'm older than Erica. So I started <laughs> out, you know, watching it every day and fangirling when I was about 12 years old. Gotcha. So, like, if there was a way to clone myself and be on both directing teams, I would in a heartbeat because <laughs> love, love yes. Newsies. Um, but I'm when I was a little kid, I think like most little kids, I was, uh, I'm a child of the 80s. And nice. so the 80s movie I, with Eileen Quinn and, um, and of course, the, the incredible Carol Burnett and Tim mm-hmm. Curry and mm-hmm. Bernadette Peters came out and I was completely obsessed and I I had the record like the actual like the album the LP and I played it in my bedroom and I sang tomorrow at the top of my lungs as you should as yes. you should <laughs> and on the top of my bed like I would stand there like on my bed and mm-hmm. give it my all and um, so I wanted to be her I wanted to and then I mean I wanted to do everything I used to practice the little tap movements behind my shower curtain for let's go to the movies because you just should, like saw her feet. love that scene i mean me too. Ooh, if i could live in one movie scene that would be it <laughs> um so I, I just grew up loving it mm-hmm. loving it loving it and then you know now that i'm older and i have kids i actually have my daughter's name is annie i didn't even do it on purpose but she grew up loving it too nice. when she realized there's a musical with her Aww, name in it so exciting. Um, yeah so i was always just a fan of the music i loved the music i loved the acting and i loved the movie and yeah, yeah. and then later in life i got to see the actual Broadway production mm-hmm. and was like oh these are different and um they're both yeah. fantastic so yes. that was really fun yeah no, yeah absolutely. I love it um personally I obviously love both shows Newsies is the first show I ever got to see like professionally my dad took us down downtown to the the hobby center and we watched Newsies and I remember me and Liberty were sitting we're sitting next to each other and we were like this is so good this is so cool <laughs> um and I have a little picture in my on my wall of us seeing Newsies and then Annie um I love Annie I Annie was actually this is kind of crazy I love coincidences um Annie was my last CYT show that I ever did so what? it will also be my last NYT show Aww. so I get to which is going to be crazy and weird because you know, I'm 18 now. So that's crazy. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm just going to plug this in there. I have to go off to college. So if any of you are like avid podcast listeners and you think that this is something you would like to do one day, um, I do need to pass this down to somebody. So um, if anybody thinks that that's something that's right up their alley, then please let me know because I do have to leave and um, <laughs> continue my life, um, which is crazy. But yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm going to be, for those of you who don't know, I'm in Annie. I'm playing Miss Hannigan, which is going to be a fun little challenge. It's so, so exciting. I'm so, so excited good. Oh, I oh love, goodness. I love, I haven't gotten to play a character role since Madame Thenardier, which is yes. crazy. I've just been playing regular girls. <laughs> Literally, I've played like probably six regular girls oh. since I got to last play something that made people laugh. So that is very exciting for Yay. me um but yeah so i think there's lots of exciting things in both shows one cool thing that nyt did was i don't know if they did this on purpose i'm gonna go with they did was they picked two shows one that mainly focused on showcasing girls and then one that mainly focuses on showcasing men yeah. um because you have newsies and even the girls are playing boys most of them some yeah. of them are playing pretty much <laughs> some of them are playing girls but there's very few female roles um and then in annie the boys there's they're all so few and far between um which is kind of cool because you get to you get to shine where you shine. Um, and then also we have, both shows have lots of dancing in them. Both shows have lots of singing and harmonies and exciting things going on. So it's going to be really fun to watch both those shows. So if you're in one of them, make sure you make plans to go see the other one. Um, and then also encourage your people to come and see you in those shows. Um, my next question is, I want to ask about what, at this point in the process, is the most 
is the challenge that you think is going to be the biggest? Or if you've already faced that big challenge, what has it been? Um, what is going to be difficult about this process? You can take a second to think if you need it. Actually, I can answer. Um, so I think for us, one of the biggest challenges is uh, working with a kind of a crazy schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's COVID and because we're trying to be careful and because we have a cast that has almost 120 people what? in it, um, the way that we cast it had to be pretty creative. So mm-hmm. we have three different choruses and we can't call everybody at the same time Mm -hmm. so ordinarily we'd have cast call where we'd have everybody here and then I can pull as needed but if I'm finished with something and I and I'm I'm a very fast mover in general so Mm -hmm. I'll be like okay I I have you guys for the morning and I'm done in an hour and 15 minutes and I've got an hour and 15 minutes that I can do something else but I can only work with who's here Mm -hmm. and then they're needed where they are and so when we don't, when we, when we have, when we're limited in that way, it's, it's just a time management issue. Yeah. And so that part um, is a little bit more of a challenge than in other shows that I've done mm-hmm. because we have some very particular constraints mm-hmm. um, based on our cast size yeah. and just on the way that we have to kind of structure. No, a ton rehearsal. of kids came and auditioned for both shows. Yes, it was amazing. Um, so we have <laughs> lots, there's lots of new people. There's lots of the, like same people. There's lots of people that went away and now they're back and I'm like, Hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> oh, but Erica, do you have your answer? Yeah, um, I would actually say there's a ton of that going on for us too. We're not quite as big; we're just under a hundred. That's still um, huge. That's massive. It's a lot, <laughs> and then they're huge. also bigger, so they take up like twice of your little one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's definitely we want to be um, we want to be sensitive. We want to be careful about COVID, um, and just make sure that we are doing the best for each of the families involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that is kind of coming with Newsies is we are really trying to challenge um, our dancers and our singers mm. to step into what Newsies is, which is a big dancing show. So we have like technique rehearsals where we are just working on that turnout and we are really trying to get those jumps high mm-hmm. and it's super, uh, it's super cool. It's super encouraging yeah. to see the growth. It's a lot, friends. Yeah. It's a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's fun. So you do have that puzzle, you know, moment where you're like, okay, so I have this person, at the, but Jack Kelly is not on stage for like only, you know, two seconds. So yeah. what does that mean for us? And, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's really fun, uh, it's a big community um, to do a show like Newsies. So mm-hmm. Newsies for Broadway was about 35 to 40 mm-hmm. um, cast members at its biggest. And that's like when they did Disney Plus. Like that's at yeah, uh, its yeah, biggest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we have a cast of right now we're at 96. Mm-hmm. I think we're. Um, so we are just it's been really cool. It's been really challenging to find different places to have um, teams come in and yeah. do ensemble numbers and all of that when the show didn't necessarily like originally call for it. But at the same time, then you get to step back from moments and go, oh, there was a there was a power in that that I didn't yeah. catch for the other show. And and so it's cool to see that power come mm-hmm. forth. So but yeah, it's a challenge. That's so cool. No, lots of challenges. There's challenges with every show. Um, so COVID has given us lots of I know that Little Mermaid and Matilda dealt with that whatever oh, not even like scheduling wind. challenges we on together Matilda together we did months or yeah, yeah. <laughs> all crazy. the zoom rehearsals and the craziness oh my goodness yeah so we're we're still dealing it's crazy to me that we're still dealing with the the effects of what happened like less than a year less than a year almost almost, almost a, year a year ago yeah, yeah, yeah for which sure. is so crazy so we're gonna be seeing when that day rolls around what was it march 14th march 13th when everything just got crazy at least for my school I don't know if it was another day for other people um but that's crazy that we're still that our theater is still being affected still theaters but still being changed we still have to there's going to still be cast members that maybe have to go out and quarantine for two weeks and then we have to work around that you have to figure out the scheduling there um but being flexible is something that 
at least I've definitely learned from this um, season of craziness. And, we're just so grateful yeah. that there's a place for us to do like yes. theater. You know, yeah. I think we're so many places have been shut down just oh, because yeah. they have to be. And then because we're private, because mm-hmm. we're a community like this, it's so great that we don't have to. And mm-hmm. that um, our kids have a place to come and do yeah. this art. Yeah. And, be in this and also like thankful, so thankful for Concordia, right? Because yes. like most places that we would want to perform are like, we aren't letting outside people in. Yeah. Right. And so the fact that that door with, was open with Concordia is definitely a God thing. And yes, it's, it I'm very grateful that we get to perform somewhere. To that tune, I actually think that the hunger for live theater um, has increased our auditions just because oh, of yeah. alone. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, there's like you were saying, there's a lot of um, communities that just can't right now. And so the fact that we have people that are um, meeting us and really trying to to make that extra effort, mm-hmm. I think it's being met with, with you know, the hunger in the families. Absolutely. No, and we've seen that too with at my school even. Like we, we've been kind of theaterless, kind of doing theater, but like sure. in like different ways um and so we saw like with our uil auditions we had like 40 people audition which is absolutely absurd for a uil show because there's like it's a cast of like 12 and usually we have probably 12 or 14 audition like it's usually a small amount and so now people i think that the people who usually would just be like okay i'm good just going to see the shows at this point when it's not there they're kind of like okay well maybe i just want to like try to be in one like it's mm-hmm. not around forever so might as well so like i think and i think we've seen that in newsies too with all those like we have lots of dancers coming in there's yeah. lots of people who are like oh i'm dancer only dancer first um that are coming to do a musical where they, they you do have to sing you have to <laughs> sing, and dance sing at the same time Absolutely. and like it's challenging dancing it's challenging singing and so i think that's a cool yeah. new skill that they get to like latch onto and get excited about um my next question this is more of a good looking back one but as of right now what is your even either like from reading through it or watching it through rehearsals because we've had like what three weeks of rehearsal two weeks something like that and um, what is your two three something like that three, yeah um what is your favorite scene in the show and why you got to pick one or you can pick two if you need to Ooh. that's brutal mm-hmm. that is a brutal question it is so thus far, do you have a second? No, you go you want the second? <laughs> um, so thus far, because we we're trying to tackle our biggest um, song and dance numbers first, just knowing what we're asking of our mm-hmm. of our cast and trying to give them as much time to prepare for that. So some of so we we're not doing it like chronologically. We're not doing it from the beginning of the story yeah. through the end, right? Um, so that's a little different to to communicate to your cast okay well you're in this mindset right now and then you know the next day you're like okay but you just did the fight so you actually have a broken arm so you can't swing with yeah. that that kind of thing <laughs> um I think having rehearsed what we've already rehearsed thus far as we did seize the day not not this weekend but last weekend mm-hmm. um and it was we were able to get some really great moments Yay. from them and they got I got to see something on their face where they they got it they understood the the teamwork concept mm. and we just have some really amazing artists coming in. And like you were saying, we have people that are coming in. They've never done an NYT show before. Mm-hmm. And so the concept of coming together and working together and building off of each other's strengths and producing something that we call excellent yeah, is a really That's good so moment. Cool. So probably seize the day thus far, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I know for me, my favorite song in the show is the world will know just because of that like the mm. energy of it is just <laughs> so good insane but season day is my close second because i personally ben fankhauser is one of my favorite performers on broadway and the way that he sings seize the day is so, so really convicting beautiful. and like you can feel what he's saying and so i think isn't nico who's playing david yep. mm-hmm. so if he can if he can pull that off if he can make the audience believe what he's singing which i have full faith that he is able <laughs> to um from what i've heard from his peers um 
I think that'll be a really stellar number. I don't know if you've gotten to see it, but since I actually have a kid in Newsies. You oh, know, cool. I have a kid in Newsies and I have two kids in Annie. And, and so I'm kind of sort of peripherally a part of Newsies because I'm you <laughs> know, looking at his stuff. And so I pulled up the Seize the Day mm-hmm. and watched it. And I was like, Judah, look at this kid. Who is this kid? Stop. I love stuff <laughs> like that. So good. Oh. So I did, I, I hadn't, he's new to us. New, yeah, he new is. To us, and so I have not seen him or worked with him. But man, yeah, no, he was outstanding standing from what I heard. I know it was just no. a rehearsal. And how lucky are we that we have amazing. so many talented boys? Are you kidding me, Is that, right? that blows Have we ever had mind. that many men audition? Oh, no. I was like, what? what is this? What and, is this? <laughs> and that's the thing that we didn't, there didn't have to be any girls cast as boys, in, at least of the Newsies that have names. Of the name Newsies. No, and we had other uh, young men to spare. That's and we got to put crazy. them in other places. So like, I didn't have to choose. Do I want a Pulitzer or do I want, you know, a name yeah, Newsie? Exactly. Like, we have talent to how crazy how lucky are we that we got to do so that lucky. i know yeah so fun do it's you have incredible. your answer miss bulls yeah so no i don't actually and here's why i haven't seen nearly enough to be able to give you like a real answer gotcha um, part of yeah. that is because i had to lay out the first two weekends i was in covid jail and so um i'm re- released and yay. uh yeah yeah, know but no because of that I, I literally have only been there for one weekend. I can tell you what I saw that I loved mm-hmm. and I can tell you what I watched on our little videos because my mm-hmm. choreographers and my choral directors are unbelievable. unbelievable and my assistant director, she is amazing. Um, like we could not have done what we've already done so far without an mm-hmm. unbelievably stellar team and they're amazing. Yeah. Um, undying gratitude. Yeah. But uh, there are a couple fun things that I have seen so far. I love what they've done with Hard Knock Life. The kids are amazing oh, so and they're so good. much fun. Like it's going to be so great and it's not even finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hooverville is a surprise, y'all. It's going to be a, it's a scene. I'm so excited. I love Hooverville. Like, love, love, love. Um, and that was a really fun scene to watch. And then, man, our maids, they can dance. They can dance. They're doing so good. Oh, I saw a video of I think I'm going to like yes, it here. Yes, and I yes. was so excited. I was I like, know. look at the turnout. Look at the turnout. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, oh, my And she did a little bit last week or at the at the end of the rehearsal last time where um they see. Oh, so it's different. If you've like seen the movie and whatever, the music isn't right. the same. But um they're decorating for Christmas. And so she has them all dancing and then passing presents and doing this stuff because it's Christmas at the end of the show and it's so beautiful and then they all line up just in time for her to come down the stairs for Together at Last mm-hmm. and then I so she and Warbuck so they're at the top of the steps oh to come tap my. down and they're like Downton Abbey watching like you know all of them and they're all I mean charmed it's the cutest thing ever so I mean it's really the choreography is so much fun but I will say oh I'm knocking this over <laughs> I will say that um, so one of my favorite moments so far is an, an entrance that Jillian had <laughs> because <laughs> she's Miss Hannigan and so it's like after she's come in and talked to the kids and put them all back in bed and she comes in and she's had a, a rough night mm-hmm. and she comes in and her delivery of good morning children had me rolling every <laughs> Unexpected, and I just loved it. And I won't spoil it for you by trying to impersonate her, but you guys have to come here and say it. I'm so excited. <laughs> it was so funny. Well, I was sitting there watching because we were filming that first filming. What is wrong with <laughs> Good. me? Um, we were um, blocking that first scene, and it's a long first scene. That is, is I, I told you, there's like four songs in it. That is characteristic of like lots of musicals, though, where they have that one scene and it's just so long. Yeah. But this one has like, yeah, three or four songs in it. It's crazy. Um, and I was sitting there. Liberty was sitting next to me, and my mom was sitting on the other side. And Sailor's Molly, um, <laughs> and we get to watch. Her. We love Sailor. She we love her, so but cute. she is so sassy. So getting to watch her play that as a character, but also be like sad and like orphanly, is like, who is this? Yeah. Who is that little girl sitting there who's like eight years old and has zero experience with being an orphan, like crying as if she's lost her parents like that is I'm like she is so young and like that is I'm so impressed with 
all of like the they're eight and nine years old they're so young and they are so talented so and there are so many of them and they're all good it's crazy like where did the training all come from it's all god-given talent and so the fact that we get to put on a show with that my other favorite moment was at maybe when they're all like because so the riley williams who is who plays annie unbelievable like so fantastic so she sings maybe and at the very end all the orphans are sleeping and then she sings the won't you please come get your baby and she's done and then every orphan lifts their head and they all sing maybe in harmony it's so cute like, what even and i like my eyes welled up which i know i have to like close my tear ducts i'm like i cannot be crying right now this is seriously so embarrassing. Guys, i'm like I'm it's so, so touching and it. so sweet it and is I just, so good oh, man, i'm excited so no i have I'm, I'm sure my answer will change well yes um, that's because, what we're hoping <laughs> yes i anticipate i haven't even seen easy street yet and i cannot wait we haven't done anything we've just done the singing parts. exactly because yeah like, i mean and we're gonna do nyc which i have a feeling will be my oh, favorite number my goodness it's right? gonna be so good e- in my brain, it looks awesome. Eve and this and her when she I walk up to her sometimes and she'll just look at me and she'll sing NYC like just <laughs> in the correct key the way that it's supposed to be sung and I'm like that's gonna be a really good number. Oh, and Sutton Foster played Star to Be so um, oh, Eve I gets to follow movie. up that which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to know what you want the audience to take away from this show. What is your as a director? What is your goal that your audience walks out of the room going, Wow, this is what I learned or this is what I experienced or this is what I felt, whatever. So I think my answer to this question is always the same mm-hmm. answer. Um, and I'm going to reference a musician that I love. But uh, his name is Andrew Peterson, and I love him. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a song called More. And the chorus of the song just talks about how everything kind of leaves us wanting more, mm-hmm. everything good and beautiful. Um, and, and he was like, and there is more, mm-hmm. more than we can guess, more and more, forever more, and not a second less. And like, it's just it's this lovely um, thing about how there are just all of these little windows in our world that make us kind of be longing, a holy longing, so to speak. And and theater should do that. Any good story should do that. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and so while there are so many beautiful spiritual themes in Annie, like adoption, yeah. um, and just how like our father is the father to the fatherless, and we are all his, and um, that longing for a home, you know, like that every one of us feels and has. Like when the audience watches this and watches that get fulfilled, and watches her go from a sense of having no home and no name to like a name, like she has a last name and she has this home and this longing. We all should feel those echoes. We should all feel those same mm-hmm. things, you know. I mean, and, and the Lord gives us His name, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean, and and He knows us by name, you know. So all of us have that in us and feel that in us. And any good story has us kind of watching and feeling. And I want people to leave wanting more mm-hmm. and go like it's an echo of what really is true. And yeah. so for them to go, man, that was amazing. That stuff's gonna fade. Like whatever big feeling that you have at the end of it, um, which you should have, because we're all gonna sing tomorrow in fancy little dresses <laughs> where all the little girls are gonna look so cute and it's gonna be great and everyone will be crying and it'll be lovely and so then you're good. gonna leave and that feeling's gonna fade and then they're gonna want more Mm -hmm. and they should because this whatever you're feeling all of these little things are just echoes and so I want them to feel that and then go for the real thing and go Jesus is what satisfies Jesus so that's what I want that's what I want for like literally every show I want to be giving all of these pictures of truth and beauty and then go this is just a picture this is just a shadow yes yeah love yeah and I think I would honestly just even echo that because I think that concept of wanting more and being inspired by art being inspired by beauty um to step forward and to pursue more and to to find the truth that, that the gospel, that Jesus is that more and has that mm-hmm. available. 
um, that's why I, that's why I turned to theater. That's mm-hmm. why I said no to other things. That's why, um, that's why I said yes to Jesus and I turned back to the theater. So I, I would, I would echo that. I mm-hmm. think, I think there's something really powerful about watching live performance and watching the work ethic that came into that whole picture happening and being inspired to pursue greatness and being inspired to pursue excellence. And I truly believe that if you go to seek out through art and you go to find beauty and you go to find truth, um, that if you are successful in your journey, you do find Jesus Mm -hmm. and you do find the gospel. And I think there's something really profound about that. So I would agree with you actually in art, funny enough in our story we actually do have concepts of adoption um and the fatherless and um rejection yeah. and you know uh, a spirit of rejection or identity and all, how all of that can tie into you know real life things that our kids are going through but when our audience is going through um but she's right at the end of the day the high kicks like we are going to be impressed by them and it's gonna yeah. be lovely and i'm gonna go and look we did three backflips how cool yeah. is that and, and then did you hear that high c and oh, like all of it and and you know we will get those moments where we tear up together and we hold each other's hands and we we marvel at the at the greatness that these kids made the choice to make because mm-hmm. that's the best we can do is all we can do is get them in a position for them to perform great yeah. we're not on that stage Mm-mm. um but but it does die down and and the the heart behind it is really what's going to remain. And so I would I would want to inspire anyone that's sitting in a chair. My, what I want for them is them to be able to sit in a, in a chair, to be able to see something beautiful, to be able to see something great, um, and to be inspired by it enough to pursue uh, the source. So if we mm-hmm. do our job right enough, um, that's that's what happened to me. There was a reason why I couldn't, I couldn't turn away and I tried to turn away from the arts and I said, no, and it's, you know, I need to go into business and I do need to do all these yeah. things and it's more practical. It's more logical. Um, and if the Lord's put something on your heart and he said, no, this is what I've called you unto. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to encourage the kid to listen to that. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I've found repeatedly in my, you know, whatever, 11 years of theater or whatever it is, yeah. um, is that nothing screams Jesus like theater in my, in my life. Um, cause it's not like, it's not like art and music and dancing is necessary for our survival. Like art is a gift. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we get to do this and the fact that we, that God has given us this gift that is not about like, Oh, um, it's, it's, there's nothing like practical about it. There's no reason for it to exist. And so I think little things like that, thinking about how lucky we are that musicals exist and that people and community can be made out of things like that, that that's, been proof enough for me my whole life Mm -hmm. that like there's a loving good God who wants us to be able to find him at the end of these things and so like there's I think that's my how the reason I've seen so many of my friends who go through theater um especially especially at school where like it's not about, it's not about creating for the Lord, but there is this like curiosity of like, okay, well, here's this thing that I love. Why do I love it so much? And why is it so good? Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's always that like little question or like those little victories where like, you know, I'm I'm leading prayer before our high school show. And like, there's people who are like, I want to join the circle, even if they don't necessarily believe what I'm saying. But if I sit there and I say it, it, it definitely, it gets them thinking and they're like, okay, well, if she's performing for a reason, I think I should probably have a reason to perform too. And so I, I've seen that repeatedly and that's been a super um, rewarding thing. And I would not be able to think that way or come to that conclusion without NYT, without shows and without that part of my life. And so I'm very excited to get to do my last show with NYT with um, these people. 
And I hope that everybody who's listening is just as excited as I am um, to go see Newsies and then to come watch Annie and what we've created. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Um, That's all I have to say. And I really hope to see you in the audience. And if you, like I said in the beginning, are interested in 24 Musical or um, our summer shows, make sure you go to the NYT website, um, nationalyouththeater.org, and sign up for that, register for that, talk, join our Facebook groups, all that jazz. Um, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Adios. Antics.